Let me see the highlights, don't know what it takes Last year stressing, got no sleep Now I'm right between the courts, out of no sleep So what's up boys, what's the latest with you guys? Just grinding at the rink, spent a solid uh, 13 hours there today Home for about half hour, so it was a long day, but it was good Calling you back yet? No, I'm, I'm uh, still in Florida. It's going good. Just on the grind, lifting every day. Weekend was in Palm Beach, which was fun. Went and saw Mark. Hit the little, hit the little nightclub scene there. It was fun. You know, it's Florida, so <laughs> everything's open. So it was uh, nice down in Palm Beach. Um, Do you guys have to wear masks down there? Or what's the no, deal? I have not, literally not touched a mask since I got off the flight to get here. It's unreal. Jeez. So nice, dude. That's insane. Yeah. I don't Just know what so nice. It's like a different world down here, dude. It's like a different world. It's nice, though. It's fun. Yeah. It's insane. Like it. Yeah. Huh. It's been good, though. And Joey, what's new with you? What's going on? Yeah. Um, Just working, working away, training. Yesterday was probably the biggest grind I've had ever. Got up at 4.45, worked out from 5 to 7, and then I at worked. At home? Uh, yeah. Well, no, this was at the, this was at the, okay. Gym. This is the first day at the gym. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, first and last day at the gym. Yeah, pretty much. Oh my God. I can get way better lift, uh, at my house. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, and then, so anyways, five, to seven worked out. And then I worked with my dad putting in floors from seven 30 to three 30. And then right after that, I hopped on the ice at four o'clock four to five and then i i, I worked as a shooter from um five to nine thirty <laughs> jesus so, what, was, what was your strain yesterday what was your that strain? was quite the day it was like 18 really today was yeah. probably my colin do you have a whoop dude i gotta get one i'm still one of you two has to refer me joey referred me a while ago i still have the link so when i get back i'm gonna order it yeah get on that get me that free 100 percent, dude you're missing out today i had a 17 two and I had one, two, three, four, five, six, five activities, five activities today. Oh, and workout in the morning, then our practice. And then I have an, an other, I don't even know what I did, but I have a strain from it. And then I have coaching and then coaching again. I got an, a 9.9 and an 8.0 from coaching tonight. And my strain was 17.2 today for me, which is insane because mine never yeah, goes your, Yours always stays low, yeah. Um, so it's a, it a busy day. Yeah, that's whew, six activities. Joey. Sometimes it detects activities are just like you weren't even like doing an activity. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, like cleaning your room or something. <laughs> well, dude, the one day I cleaned the house, like mopped and vacuumed, and I had like a 12 straight. It was harder <laughs> than practice. I'm like, what's going on? What the hell? Yo, Call over I was say Joey just goes on the app and just breaks the app because it's too much strain. It just goes on. It's, it's like a red screen. It's just uh, like game over. GTA wasted. I wish. I like don't strain at all. It takes so I much think, to strain. I think hates Joey because it's like, okay, you slept 30% tonight. <laughs> Way to be. Yeah. yeah. I know. That's one thing I haven't figured out is sleep. Um, but anyways, let's let's get right into this. So we're, we do, obviously, we don't have a guest um, this episode, but we do have some that are lined up in the coming months that are going to be absolutely insane. Um, so hopefully those come through and we'll have some good episodes for you guys. But for now, when we don't have guests, we're going to do, I guess, an underdog story for the episode. And, um, today we're going to talk about Tom Brady. I think that's a reasonable, uh, person to talk about, especially right now. They just beat the saints. 
the other day. Like he's he's going after another Super Bowl yet again. Um, but let's have the football player take this over and uh, give some background on Brady. So, Colin, take the floor. Let's go, baby. Uh, so, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. This <laughs> 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 is his full name. Uh, was born. Uh, he was born in California, San Mateo. Um, and JV was the JV quarterback sophomore year or no freshman year. And they went 0 eight, didn't win a single freaking game. Team didn't score a touchdown the whole year. Um, ended up being a starter junior year and then had a breakout senior year. Uh, got recruited by some power five, big time West coast schools like, uh, UCLA, obviously Cal Berkeley, uh, and then ended up going to Michigan. Um, you know, obviously great education in Michigan. You're playing in the freaking big house in front of a hundred 12,000 people. So, um, can't really go wrong with that. So, um, played football and then was a talented baseball player in high school too. So he was drafted out of high school, uh, 18th round. Um, but we'll get back to football cause obviously that's what he does. Um, it, it was good. He actually set the completions record, uh, in one of his first starts, uh, at Michigan, which is, which is really impressive. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, which is which obviously big time. So he he stepped up. That's like been basically the story of Brady's whole career. Like we'll get into that, but he was never really meant to be the guy. And every single time he got the chance to be the guy, he just freaking performed. You know, um, yeah. which is I mean I, that's as big of an understog story as it gets. Um, and so then was this was a sixth round pick at the combine was just atrocious. I don't know. I mean, people have probably seen his yeah. combine stuff. He's out there in freaking khakis. <laughs> he looked like a freaking looked like a dad off the golf course. Freaking going out there trying to, <laughs> trying to run a 40, running a 5-3. I've seen that clip. I've yeah. seen the clip on Instagram of him doing the 40-yard dash. It's like, it's so funny. What the hell was that? Exactly. The best is like, the interview. Have you seen the interview? No, no. no. Yeah, that that's – oh, my God. He just, they just pretty much like – they just talk shit about him the whole time, like how bad his performance was at the combine. Yeah. And here he is today with the most successful quarterback of all time. Exactly, yeah. Greatest player ever. Um, but yeah, so that's good stuff, Colin. That's a good uh, summary of Brady. Mm -hmm. Let's uh, let's talk about. So the main focus of these episodes, we're going to focus on like what we our opinion. So these are not professional advice or by any means, but we're going to give our opinions on what we think his keys to success were. Um, so I, I guess I'll start off. I mean, going back to um, when he was in high school. First of all, your team's 0-8. The team stinks. You don't win games. Most kids would probably quit right there. Done. Done with football mm -hmm. after that. You know what I mean? And, and I mean, it's look just – the, Look at all the high school hockey players around here. They play a couple of years. Team stinks. Oh, yeah. They're like, yeah, that's it. I had I had fun in high school. You know, it isn't for me. I know. And, and so, yeah, that's one thing that started a long time ago was resiliency and his ability to adapt to the situation, which we've talked about on here before. Uh, many times. I mean, it's, it's a common denominator of most of our guests uh, is their, their ability to uh, adapt to adversity and, and change with time and, and any situations that are thrown their way. Um, but he is still showing resiliency. At what age is he now? He's 43, I think he is. Yeah, 43. I mean, you'll never see a QB go this long ever again. There's no way. Well, he played what? He at, played a full 20 seasons with the Patriots, and now he's yeah. doing his first season with the Bucs. I mean, at this success rate, there's no way you're going to see anything like this ever again. Yeah. I think we'll get in – I mean, we'll get into some of this too, but the work he's done with the plyometrics and the pliability with Alex Guerrero, who's his trainer, is just nothing short of remarkable. I mean, he has a book on it. I don't know if you guys have read the book. I haven't actually read the book. I have it in my house. 
but I want to read it soon. Um, but the work he's done Who's that calling? That's, with this guy Guerrero. It's a poor work ethic there. You gotta read I that. Dude, literally, <laughs> like I have to read it. Not a huge reading guy. You know, not a huge reading guy. So you yeah. on that freaking middle sex. It's like I'm reading a John Hirsch freaking essay every single freaking night. So I'm just kind of done with reading for a little bit, but <laughs> probably gotta get back to it. Um but what were you saying? But I was just saying the, the work he's done with Guerrero, I think that that's a, a big a huge part of it because when you whenever you see Brady get hit, it's like he goes down, it's like he's laying down on a bunch of pillows. Like, it's crazy. The guy's never got hurt. The only time he got hurt was 2011 on uh, the season opener. Got hit by this, this safety. His big guy, Bernard Pollard, chopped him right at the knee towards ACL. But that, So that was a one bad Yeah, you just jinxed him. Now he's going to go down oh, the God. game before the Super Literally Bowl. Imagined it. Broken life. I feel so bad, dude. The ghost of Cunningham oh, goes back. Man. Oh, my God. It'd be horrible. Hey, that, that'd blow up our podcast. We'd put that on the air and out on every platform. <laughs> they'd be like, oh, my God, it was all this dude calling Cunningham's fault. Most hated podcast ever after that. That'd be horrible. <laughs> know, right? We go down the tubes right there. Yeah. See ya. But, um, yeah, I was just going to say, so, you know, back to Joey's point, um, I think his big, a big thing for, for me looking at his story would just be his ability to perform in the moment. You know, I'm going to compare it to my favorite guy, but Crosby similar. You know, the bigger the stage, the better he seems to perform. And I mean, I think Tom Brady falls in that category as well. And every opportunity he got, he took advantage of that. And that's what these great athletes do. You know, they get any sort of opportunity, they take advantage and, and prove why, why they should be there. And, and you know what? Like it's, it's been his story, his whole career. Obviously he's the comeback kid. Like he is the, he's the comeback kid besides Crosby. I mean, he's also a comeback kid. Um, but anyways, going back to when they played the Falcons, Right? I was at that game. In the Super Bowl. I was at that game. Yeah. Insane. Just it's insane. And and you know what, Dylan? Like you say, performing on the highest stage, he's always shows up and he and he's ready for those situations. But there's times where it, it's it's in every sport, it's the inevitable that things don't go your way, whether you like it or not. Even mm-hmm. if you're performing at your like peak performance, you know, and it just I I don't know. I don't know. I honestly couldn't tell you how, how it works like that. Um it's his mental game is just off the charts, off the charts. And how many times have we seen, you know, in his days with the Patriots, they're down and he comes back in the fourth corner, in the fourth quarter. Sorry. You, you see that game after game, like he just doesn't give up. Yeah. You just expect it at a certain point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Wait, so Colin, you were at that game. Yeah, it was crazy, dude. And one thing I was going to mention about that game was from about, 10 minutes with about 10 minutes left to go in the game. You know how we talk about like, obviously you're running like a two minute drill. There's no room for error. There's no margin for error in that game. They were down 28 to three with like three minutes left to go in the third quarter down 25 with about 10 minutes left of game time, game minutes. There was no room for error. There was no margin of error. There had to be basically all touchdown drives. And I think he had like three touchdown drives straight. And then they had the two point conversion to Amendola. Um, but literally every single drive had to be a touchdown with like 10 minutes left to go in the game. And so that makes and it, it even pretty harder. much was. Oh no, yeah, it all was. Pretty much was. And what makes that even and harder? I'll never too. forget Edelman's catch. Edelman's catch off the helmet. Oh, yeah. You remember that, that was crazy. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, we're straight we're a little strained from the topic here. But Colin, what do you what would you say mm-hmm. about Brady? So Dylan, what's what's one word that you that you said? Just ability to perform. I guess you can't really put that. Yeah, I word, think but. I no, I think I'd go with you know taking advantage of your opportunity in this, in the situation. That's not one word, but that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay, <see> but <laughs> Joey, I can only summarize that so much. No, I'm just messing with you, Colin. What would you say? I would say focus. 
I would say focus because, because in order to achieve and to perform at that high of a level with the stakes as high as they were and has, as they always have been and as they always will be, it's just, it's an undeterred focus that basically any lapse of mental performance and the next thing, you know, you're throwing an interception, you're getting sacked. And just like that, the game's over. And so have you ever seen him panic? I've seen him panic. I haven't seen him panic on the field, but off the field. Yes. Like I've seen him yell at his receivers and coaches a few times. Oh yeah. But off the field, but on the field, I've never seen him like freak out. I I mean, honestly, that's one thing that I don't like about him is like when he goes off on his teammates, sometimes when it's clearly his fault in some situations, um, which I mean, everybody's going to make mistakes at some point. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, what, what were you saying? Didn't you? I was just gonna say to, to add on to that point, Joey, too, it's as a leader, a lot of times, I mean, you guys know how it is as a leader. Sometimes, even if it's not your fault, you have to take some sort of accountability as one of the best, as the best player on the field and as a team leader. And so to, to throw your teammates under the bus, it isn't a great look. Um, but I think also it shows his competitive drive. Like the fact that he actually lashes out like that, it's not the best way to handle it, but it shows how much he cares, which is part of why he's so successful because for yeah. him, it's not about the money. He has all the freaking money in the world. His wife's make more money than he is making freaking shoes. Well, and in he took pay cuts. He took oh, pay cuts for years, criminal years, yeah. his whole, his, yeah, his whole career in the Patriots. And now like he got the opportunity to get paid and he got paid. <laughs> oh yeah now the deal he's on now is a fat deal i think it's a two-year deal for 50 million or something like that with basically all guaranteed but he's not he's not in it for the money though i mean he's doing it because he, he loves no, to no, do it and he, want, and he wants to stick it to belichick too to, to tell everyone that he doesn't need belichick to succeed that he was the main reason that the, the patriots were successful and yeah. I, he's doing that now i mean look where the patriots are look where he is you know i honestly yeah. think that I was one of, god i saw a clip this morning um and it was talking about how I, I don't even know the name of the coach for the Bucks, but he was saying like, you know, in New England, he wasn't allowed to coach, you know, he, he wasn't given that opportunity where here, you know, there's times I sit back and let him do his thing. You know, that's something he brings to the table. And, and I mean, when you play in the league for 20 plus years, you're going to have, you have so much experience, so much knowledge from past experiences. I mean, he's been to how many Super Bowls and played in how many games, like he knows what he's doing. And, you know, the coach was just saying that he gives him the opportunity to coach and he just sits back and, and lets Brady speak. And I mean, yeah, obviously I mean, it's working. I mean, it's almost like he has higher authority than the coach at some point. Like they're, they're, majority of coaches don't even reach the accolades that he has. So it's like, mm-hmm. might as well let the guy coach. that, that yeah. can be a dangerous dynamic though. I mean, it, Oh yeah. It, Very dangerous. Right. In any program, when you have a player that in some senses seems like they're above the team, if that player yeah. isn't performing at their highest level and if that player doesn't respect that power and treat it in the right way, it can be really dangerous and can lead to a toxic environment. But if there's any player that's earned that right, it's Tom Brady. Oh, absolutely. And literally everything. All right. So everything we've talked about in the last five minutes about accountability and leadership and, and being able to, to take care of that role properly, it all comes back to this book that I read called Extreme Ownership. And I'm pretty sure we've talked about this uh, on the pod before, uh, by Jaco Willenick, the Navy SEAL. I'm sure you guys have heard of him. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just an unbelievable, unbelievable book about leadership and like how crucial it actually is, uh, going down to, you know, he talks about when, when they were at, um, Bud's training 
in California and how critical it is to have a proper leader in there controlling the boats and, and throughout the whole entire training, because you don't have a leader, you don't have a team. And if you don't have a team, you don't win. So mm-hmm. it's, it just all starts there. Uh, and that's, that's in a, any sport, any business, you know, the CEOs, like those guys, they're the quarterbacks of the companies, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's really important to have that figure that the team, the, the teammates and the people, whether Joey, like you said, whether it's a company, whether it's, you know what I mean? Whether it, it could be an investment firm, it could be the freaking Tampa Bay Buccaneers, whatever it is. When you have those teammates and those people that have that figure, they can go to, to ask questions and they can look to in dire moments. And that person is calm and that person knows how to deal with those situations. That's really important to have that. And it's a luxury to have that because not every team, not every company has that. So when you have that, that's why those firms, that's why those teams, they're so successful. And it's interesting you say that because it can also go the other way. So if you have teammates or say another executive come up to you as the leader and they're expecting a correct answer from you, they're expecting you to perform at your highest capability. And if that doesn't happen, it's almost like, I feel like there's a definite uh, doubt in that person, which leads to doubt in yourself because you're looking up to them. Like they're your, they're your leader. They're your, in this, this situation quarterback. And uh, you know, he's just been able to, to control that role throughout literally his whole entire career, which just blows my mind. Um, mm-hmm. But and yeah. he, I think, you know, he proved himself from the start though. Like he came in first year, he was the backup and it was his second year. He got the opportunity as a starter and won the Super Bowl in his second year, first year as a starter. There's only one other quarterback to do that. I don't know who it was, but he said he was one of two guys to ever win a Super Bowl in their first year as a starter. My Yeah, and honestly, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, my, my point builds off Dylan's a little bit. He's always, I mean, not obviously not now. He's established. But when he was when he first came in as the quarterback in high school, when he first came in as the quarterback in college, and when he first came in as the quarterback in the NFL, he was basically walking on needles the entire time. One mistake, and he was out because he wouldn't have even been in that spot if it wasn't for in like a ridiculous amount of injuries. And so for him to to take that opportunity and to have that leadership role, even when he, it probably shouldn't even be his, that accounts to his mental toughness, and that accounts to the fact that it's embedded inside of him, which is what makes him so successful. Yeah. And I honestly thought that Garoppolo was going to do the same thing to Brady that Brady did to Bledsoe a long time ago. And it didn't happen, but it was, it was headed there. I mean, look at Garoppolo. What did he sign or where did he go? Actually? He was, he's at uh, San Fran. Trade him him for a second round pick. Yeah. He's not doing, he didn't do too well this year. Right. He's been very injury prone. He signed a Big deal. Yeah. He had a great – so when he was traded to San Fran, they were a dog shit team. I don't even know what their record was, but they weren't good. Yeah. And he won six straight games to end that season after he was traded to San Fran. Yeah. So everyone there thought he was going to be the guy. And then, I mean, he had some injury problems in New England. When he got popped by Kiko Alonso, um, ended up oh, coming yeah. out of the yeah. game. And then so Brissett had to come in. Um, so, so he's always been – the durability with Garoppolo isn't there like it is with Brady. I mean, Brady's there every single game. Which is crazy. It's crazy to think about because Brady is the opposite of a physique when you when you really look at him. You know what I mean? Um, and his, his training is just – it just fits him. And I think that's what a lot of people – that's another thing we could talk about is that 
he found what works for him and he ran with it. A lot of people try to copy other people. They try to do the same stuff, the same training. How many other guys in the league do you think are doing what Brady's doing? Probably none. Yeah, I mean, besides like kickers, maybe a few on you know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, literally, like like Gronk tried to replicate his Brady's preparation, and that's a, I think that's a huge reason why Gronk fell off so fast is because he stopped lifting, and some of that had to do with, I mean, he had brutal back injuries and brutal knee injuries, yeah. and so he wasn't really able to train by lifting those heavy weights like he did coming up, which is what made him such a freak. Um, and he tried to change his his preparation style because of the injuries. And I think that led to him falling downhill. So that's a perfect example, Joey, of somebody taking someone else's game plan. It works or somebody else's preparation style. It works great for one person in this case, worked great for Brady, but didn't work at all for Gronk. So I think Gronk needs to go back yeah. to, to what he was doing before. Yeah. And, and it, they go hand in hand, the physical uh, preparations of the game and the mental you can't copy someone else's mental preparations. It's just, it's not going to work. I mean, Dylan, we see it a lot in hockey. Um, the mental preparation between every player is completely different. Completely mm-hmm. different. And it, it differs with their position too. You know, comparing Brady being a quarterback, it's like comparing you and me. You're like, you're a goalie. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a center. You know, it's totally, totally different. And, you know, they have different roles on the ice and therefore they need to prepare differently for that, I, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You guys got anything else about this story? I think I saw just another random fact, another fact uh, I saw online this morning. Um, and it was just saying, so number, what was it? How did it go? Number of NFC appearances, NFC championship appearances since 1997. And it was like Brady years, years in the NFC one to, um, championship games one. And then it was comparing like the Dallas Cowboys, like, However many, however many years, 27 years that is, I guess. And it's like zero, like Brady again, just shows that he, he shows up, you know, he performs first year. He's already going to taking the team to championship game. Like, yeah, he, I mean, he, he just he, continues he, to perform. He'll hold the record books. I think until football is not a thing anymore, because I mean, the list goes, he goes on for pages and pages and pages. Um, yeah. But yeah. Hey, honestly, I, I like this talking about uh, underdog stories on here. I, and I think it's like people can benefit from it because um, it's just like the snippets that we put on the Instagram. Uh, it just, it allows you to see, like get insights from other people's stories to use for your own. Um, mm-hmm. Just know that there's different ways to get to where you want to go and nobody's route is the same. And Ultimately, there's millions of different routes to success. So, yep. And um, these just serve as, you know, platforms of inspiration and, and motivation. Yeah. Yep. yep. All right, boys. Good work today. Um, hopefully, next episode we'll uh, have a guest on and I'll be working on that. But uh, for now, you guys can head over to Apple Podcasts and make sure to give us a review, a like, and you can watch this video on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe because, uh, We'd like to get our subscribers up, get the brand out there. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to give us a follow on social media at underdog underscore brand on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can visit us at www.theunderdogbrand.com. See you next episode. 
Used to pull up, not swerve, no time for the snakes Time to put them in the dirt, that's work I gotta get it, it's in my DNA You only see the highlights, don't know what it takes Last year, stressing, got no sleep Now I'm right between the courts, out of nosebleeds